You know my Jesus is all. My Jesus is all. Welcome to Sanctified in Truth with Michael York, a ministry of the Fairview Baptist Church in Ashland, Kentucky. Sanctified in Truth is a daily podcast for followers of Christ who desire to imitate Him and dedicate ourselves fully to the plans God has for us by deepening our love and understanding of God's Word. Our scripture reading today is Hebrews chapter 10, verse 11 to 18. As always, I want to encourage you to read the passage before you listen to the podcast. You know, nothing feels better than plopping down on your favorite couch or chair after working hard. Whether it's coming home after a hard day's work or resting after a day of mowing and working in the yard, there's a level of relaxation that can only be enjoyed when the work is done and a time for resting begins. Under the Old Covenant, the work of priests was never done, and so they were always standing. Then numerous daily sacrifices. Because the work was done, was never done, they never got to sit. Jesus, however, finished his work and he sat down. The writer of Hebrews returns here to Psalm 110. Jesus' work is finished. He has offered the once-for-all sacrifice. He's waiting now to redeem all of creation, to make his enemies his footstool, to rule as the priest king. But in terms of forgiveness, in terms of redemption... It's done, and he is seated. Jesus could sit because he didn't need to offer multiple offerings. He only needed one. The work Jesus did secures the new covenant for his people. That's why the prophet Jeremiah is invoked here. God will remember their sins no more. By inaugurating the new covenant, by cleansing us, no more will our sins be held against us. They're dealt with fully and finally in Christ. Because Jesus has completed the work of forgiveness, we don't need offerings of atonement any longer. Actually, I think we need to go beyond simply saying that sacrifices are superfluous. They're insulting. Any offering, any sacrifice, any attempt on our part to earn our way to God denies that forgiveness is available and is possible. We may not think of it that way. We may not intend it that way. But to act in a way that says, I have to earn my acceptance before God, is insinuating and accusing that Jesus has not given it. When Jesus said, it is finished, he meant it. We must never forget that. Because by His grace, God never will. As we, need to, as we seek to think through the meaning, implications, and applications of this passage, we want to ask ourselves our three basic questions. First, what does this passage tell me about God? The writer of Hebrews says that the Holy Spirit bears witness to us. And then he quotes from the book of Jeremiah. Now this tells us several things. 
One thing this does is affirms that the Holy Spirit stands behind the words of Scripture. The words of Scripture are not simply the words of men. They are not of human origin. They are from God through His Holy Spirit, who works through men. But we need to remember these are, as Paul puts it, God-breathed. Another thing that this tells us is that the Holy Spirit speaks to us through the words of Scripture. The same Spirit who inspired the words of Scripture speaks to us through Scripture. The writer of Hebrews writes in the present tense. This is not the past. This is not that God spoke in the past these words, but that God speaks to us now through these words. If you want God to speak to you, read your Bible. But finally, this passage tells us that one of the roles of the Holy Spirit is to confirm God's love and forgiveness to us. God has graciously given us His Spirit so that we know we are loved and accepted in Christ. The Spirit of God does not use feelings and signs to confirm that. He confirms with the Word of God. We can have His assurance. We can know that we're forgiven. We can know that we're loved. And the way we know is as the Spirit of God speaks through His Word to confirm to our hearts that we belong to God and that His promises are yes in Jesus. Second question I want to ask ourselves is, what does this passage reveal to me about myself and about humanity in general? Notice the nuance with which the writer of Hebrews writes. He says, For by a single offering he, that is Christ, has perfected for all time those who, now hear this, are being sanctified. Jesus' work is effective for those who are becoming like him. The writer of Hebrews has dealt in his letter with those who had the external signs of salvation. And repeatedly, the writer of Hebrews has said what we're to look for is the ongoing conforming to the image of Christ. He says we don't just need to look for external signs, but internal ones. The writer of Hebrews does not give assurance to people simply because they recite a few words or perform a few acts. Hear me. Trusting in saying a specific prayer is no different than trusting in going to church or trusting in baptism or trusting the sacrificial system of the Old Covenant. The reality of our salvation is seen through our endurance and through conforming to the image of Christ. The third question we want to ask is, what does this passage call me to do? What does the Bible mean when it says that God will put his law on our hearts or in our hearts. The Holy Spirit works in our hearts to push us towards obedience to the two great commandments, to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. Now think about this. Where does obedience generate from? What is the genesis of our obedience? It's not our actions. It's our heart. The Holy Spirit is enabling our hearts to love God and to love our neighbor. The new covenant elevates God's goodness to us, but it also raises our responsibility before God. We're not just responsible to do certain acts. We're responsible to love. We're responsible to have an all-encompassing love, a selfless and self-giving love. Evaluating our relationship with God is not just about looking at our actions. It's about our evaluating 
how motivated everything we do is by love. The new covenant is God's promise of love to us, sealed and enabled by Christ. But it is also a call for our love to be returned to Him, and that love to spill out of our lives to the benefit of everyone around us. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of Sanctified in Truth. Join us tomorrow as we'll discuss Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 to 25. May everything you say and everything you do today seek to honor God. And whatever you do, take comfort and know that Jesus has already prayed for you, that you would be sanctified in truth. <laughs>